There's motion at my door. Not at your door. Who the fuck? Is it your family? I don't know. I'm not going to look. Either that or, you know, they need to prepare. Be prepared. Be prepared for what? For anything. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Hi. Hi. We should warn the fellow listeners that we've had a beer, so we're both about to be trashed. Damn! I ate exactly like one three by three slice of pizza, <laughs> three inch by three inch. Yeah, it was not. A, it was not feet, and that was all. Could you imagine? I could. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I had a sub sandwich at like two. Yeah, you invited now me to that. Five thirty. Mm. So I'm okay, but I'm gonna eat again before we go out and continue our drinking escapades. Smart, smart, because smart. we got. A ladies' night. But it's not really and that exciting because right. just we're going to a restaurant. <laughs> it's literally not even a ladies' night. Like, none of our ladies are going. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> just us and and some and another person. moms. <laughs> another person. It's just us and another person. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. Hey, Stacey. Can you hey, tell me your idea? Right. <laughs> His episode's... Gonna be a good one. <laughs> yes, I would love to tell you my goddamn. You actually kind of know it. Oh, I do? But I'm gonna tell the full story because okay. I did text it to you because it was that goddamnish. You can pretend like it's new. Okay, I will. Oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> She's there now. Okay, so we all know I have a loving little four year old boy and a loving seven year old boy. So, said seven year old boy, Jesus Christ, I'm touching everything right now. <laughs> Stop moving. I can't. <laughs> ha! <laughs> Said seven-year-old boy was outside playing, and he comes inside, and he looks me dead in the eyes with a very serious face, and he says, Mom, it's kind of an emergency. You need to come here. And I paused, and I looked at him because I'm like, kind of emergency? Like, do I really need to come there? Is it going to be like, this is an emergency, and then I'm going to find out that it's like, uh, my chalk broke in half, you know? Yeah, right. And he looks me very seriously in the face, and he's shaking his head, like, up and down. Yeah, Mom, it's... Something bad. It's borderline emergency. And I'm like, all right, okay, cool. Let's go out here. Stay calm and collected because I have PTSD. So immediately my body's like, we need to fucking run. I'm going to dial up 911 on my phone. So when I walk out there and it's some random guy, I'm going to hit call. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to chuck mm-hmm. my phone and I'm going to grab mm-hmm. my baby and we're going to fucking run. It's kind of an emergency. There's a dude doing meth back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> what know. Are we working, what are we walking into here? You Catastrophic know? thinking, right? <laughs> and so I, I round the corner onto the patio And he's just standing next to the stroller, which this is like the Cadillac version of a stroller that every mom gets when Mm. they're first having a baby. And Mm -hmm. it like clicks in. It's not the umbrella stroller that you can actually take places very easily, but it's like the fucking obnoxious one that folds in half. But then it's like 1,800 pounds to fling into the back of your car. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to Disneyland anywhere riding any kind of tram, you can't even fucking put it on the goddamn tram without almost dying. Anyway, that one. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Got a little (laughs) snack tray that goes across the front. You can Uh put fucking Cheerios and juice boxes or whatever. Okay, so that guy. We had taken it when we went on a trip the weekend prior. So it was just sitting on our back patio because it normally lives in the shed because my four-year-old's fucking old enough to walk, but he's spoiled. So this was our last trip and I was like, this is the last time I'm bringing it. It was a whole discussion. Okay, so it's out back and it's filled, that little tray's filled with water and it's brown and my seven-year-old is like, there's brown water in there and it smells terrible. And I'm like, all right, (laughs) totally not an emergency, but like, thanks for letting me know. And I'm kind of annoyed at this part because... Who the fuck put water in the tray? Yeah. And I'm thinking it's just water because there's What else would it be? Well, and it would be brown because there's so much shit in that tray. Like, that tray is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Like, if you borrow any of our car seats, they're disgusting. Like, I let the kids eat everywhere. I have baby wipes and I fucking never think to use them. And then I'm like, ooh, the cup kind of sticks when you're trying to pull it out. <laughs> but that's kind of helpful because we're going over bombs, you know? <laughs> like, that's the life I live because I'm the gross one. So I'm thinking, oh, that's why it's brown. Like, you know, I'm sure yeah. a soda was up there at one point and it spilled or some shit. So I'm not that worried about it. And I'm like, yep, it's filled to the fucking brim, by the way. And so I'm thinking, oh, I need to strategically tip this over so that all this water doesn't spill on the fabric of the stroller. Yeah. And so I kind of tip it. It's kind of wonky and weird. And it fucking splashes all over the concrete. And it splashes. It's a stroller that's not made to fucking tip. Oh, yeah. It's that monstrosity of an awkward shape. And it splashes all over my feet. Like, some of it's, and I don't have any shoes on, but it splashes on my toes. But I'm wearing leggings. And it kind of splashed onto my leggings. But I'm like, what? I know, and I'm like, eh, whatever. It's just fucking dirty water. I'll be okay. 
And then my seven-year-old is like gagging, like, oh my God, mom, do you smell it? And he's like freaking out. And I'm like, he's so dramatic though. (laughs) He is really dramatic. (laughs) We literally bought him the book, The Boy Who Cries Wolf, because we want to teach him what being dramatic means. It has not sunk in. So he's being so dramatic. And I'm like, all right, man, fucking chill. Like, it'll dry. And I left the stroller upside down, whatever. I go inside. And I'm like, just don't ride your bike through it. Because he was riding his bike through there. So I'm like, just don't ride your bike through it if it stinks, right? Like, whatever. And then I sit inside. And I had promised myself that I would give myself some downtime in between work. Because I had just gotten off of work. And before I had to do dinner and all this other shit, because every day of my life is like back to back to back to back responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the end of the night, I get fucking hour to myself and half the time I pass out anyway and I don't get that far. Right. So I promised myself I was going to take a 20 minute break in the middle of the day, just sit on the couch and lay down. Like I just wanted to lay down. Sounds nice. I would TikTok within five minutes for sure. Mm -hmm. But like just to like let my body like rest. Yeah. So I'm doing that and chip comes up our dog and she's like looking for attention and I'm like Jesus fucking Christ like you can't get a break like everybody needs something from you yeah so I'm kind of petting her and I'm like Jesus Christ your breath is stank it smells like fucking old ass piss no and then I was like oh maybe it's this blanket because there was one of the kids blankets on the couch and my youngest still kind of pees through at night in his like pull up or whatever it's rare but it happens right so I'm like oh is this like a pee blanket it's happened in the last week at least so I'm like oh is this like a pee blanket or something smelling the blanket smells fresh as a daisy and then I'm like (sighs) oh no it all came back to me like two days prior my four-year-old was outside by the stroller on the patio uh-huh. and he goes mom you want to see something cool and I go look out back I stick my head out the door I'm like what babe and he holds up a water bottle and he says I peed in a bottle get the fuck out I won't I will not get the fuck out and I immediately now this is not the first time this kid has pissed in a bottle your youngest child is a savage yeah he is, he is a fucking savage he really is oh man I don't know. That's an accurate adjective. I don't know how you're going to handle this I don't this fucking kid. know, man. I feel like <laughs> this was the straw that broke the camel's back to where I'm like, I don't fucking, this is what they talk about, being a boy mom. Yeah. Like, now I get it. I get it. I always joked before, but now I'm like, oh, no, I think I went off the ride. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I went like, off the ride. I pissed in a bottle. He said peed, whatever. And I was like, dude, I have told you to stop doing that. Now dump Stop it. doing that. Like, this is a common this occurrence. This is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, he thinks it's fucking hysterical. And he is laughing like a maniac. Like, ha, 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 And I'm like, oh, my God. And so I'm annoyed. I yell at him. And I'm like, just dump it. And I walked away back into the house because I was, like, cooking dinner or something. And you assume they're going to dump it into the grass like a good child. Like, that's where he was standing. Yeah. It's, like, where they would piss into the grass because they both piss outside. Where else would you put it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, homie put it in the tray of a stroller like a fucking asshole. No. And it sat there for two days. And then I dumped said piss all over my foot, walked around my house like, ah, it's just dirty water. Also, you said it was filled to the brim. Yeah. And then you tipped it over so it didn't get, like, onto the fabric. Yeah. Oh, that's on the fabric. It's all oh, one hundred percent. There's 100%. no way that kid had the precision and steady hands no to way. stop at the rim. No way. He was like, just keep pouring. It 1, ends at the rim. Thousand percent. Oh, I already. It's. I think we should just trash it. The stroller's done. Yeah, and yeah. I told Lee, I was like, uh, we're <laughs> you are gonna have to like hose down that thing, like bleach it and hose it down, and see if we can save it. And if you'll notice when we leave this shed, it's still upside down on the patio on the same spot that I left it. So it's going to be fucking awful. Like, yeah, I can't even donate it at this point. No, you can't. No, it's trash. Just put it out front. It's trash. No, somebody's going to grab it and think that they Okay, should. that's uh, on them. No. I'm that's gonna try, on them. I'm going to try bleaching it and see what happens. That's on them. But it is a black stroller. Yeah, like black it's going to look nasty. So I don't really know. Vinegar will get rid of piss smells. Maybe I'll do that. Just Will it sanitize it? <laughs> no. Oh. You guess. Maybe, maybe you Dawn. Sanitize Dawn it dishwasher. Yeah. Anyway, I got we got that whole thing going for us. I had to go take an entire shower after I had just recently taken an entire shower. Oh, that's so terrible. And it was one of those, like, I'm like, I'm just going to get my hair wet, too. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't feel clean anywhere. <laughs> it could have splashed up. I don't know. Oh, my God. And then my son comes inside, my older one, right? Because I had left him out there in the piss water. Yeah. Like, sucks to suck. It's fine. Just don't ride your bike through it. And he's holding a football that's so... Like, it's it's not soaking wet. It's got blotches of water on it. And I'm like, babe, was that 
Was that in the water? Was that in the water? Was that in the water? And he's like, my bike got in the water because he had already ridden through it or whatever. And uh-huh. I was like, no, no, no. But the football that you're holding, that's wet. Was that in the, the pee water? And he was like, looking at his hands like, oh, oh, no, this isn't pee water. And I trusted him and I just walked away. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to know if it Keep is. Keep it outside. <laughs> just go back outside. <laughs> We're going to take a bath tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so gross. Yeah, that was a really long story to tell you that I just got two-day-old piss all over myself. But I don't know terrible. if I can handle this. No, that's a rough ride. I Like, they can stick their dick in anything and take a piss anywhere. Yeah. Fuck. See, but my kid doesn't. Don't let him come over. <laughs> I swear I, to God. I'm saying my kid doesn't, and it feels kind of braggy, but I think it's because I had a girl after. No, it doesn't feel braggy at all. I don't have that sanctuary. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I don't. And by the way, I have, we have parents that listen that their kids also were part of the party that taught my son to piss in a bottle. Oh. Nick and Erica. <laughs> <laughs> you get called out. <laughs> anyway, but it I, I know when he learned it, and it was at like one of their little baseball parties or after the season party. Yeah. And all the kids were like up on a tennis court or something, and they were taking water bottles and running away and laughing, and they were like spraying them on each other. Uh-huh. And then I saw some of the kids pissing in the water bottles and then spraying it everywhere, <gasps> and they thought it was really funny. And then ever since then, and my son thinks it's really because he's four. He thinks it's like the greatest idea ever, and so fucking funny to piss in a water bottle. Oh my god, that's terrible! So don't drink any open water bottles at my house that look a little yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> anyway, but, what's your goddamn errand? Well, my goddamn is that this morning I woke up and I went to the shower and was getting all ready for work and stuff because I'm back in the fucking office. Right? Oh, look at you! I know. Back look in at, the rat race. Look at me back at work and. Uh, I was doing all that stuff, and Brandon had some extra time this morning because the kids were going to go to school later because they had a dentist appointment, right? Mm -hmm. And that motherfucker made me breakfast. He made me a little egg McMuffin sandwich thing, like a... Like an little, egg sandwich? Yeah, a little egg sandwich thing. And I was so excited about it. I was like, that's so sweet. Like, I how kind is that? I love a good egg sandwich. I fucking die for a good egg sandwich. <laughs> and so I put it on the edge of my bed because I was like, I'm going to eat the shit out of this while I get dressed. I swear dressed. to God. What a rookie move. Were your dogs in the house? <laughs> they were in the house at the time. But this is not going where you think it's going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One of the fucking cats, the kids, where are we at? Okay. So Chicken. I put, put it on the edge of my bed and I was like, now I'm going to turn to my dresser, which is just to the left, right? And get dressed. And I had just gotten out of the shower. So I had a towel on, whatever. And I was going to go get dressed. So I grabbed the bra off the dresser and then I turned and I sat down on my bed <gasps> to put on my bra. You idiot. Oh, my God. I sat in the fucking sandwich. Immediately sat Bare in the ass? No, I had leggings on already. Thank God. But <laughs> could you imagine if you bare-assed your sandwich? You can't even eat it. Then. You can't even eat it. <laughs> I would have been so mad. Oh, my God. Was, was it a yolky one? Like, did the yolk pop because you sat on it? No, it a- but the top fucking bread part slid mm-hmm. off and the cheese <gasps> all got straight onto my ass. And I sat, I stood up immediately because it's hot, too. <laughs> like, it was very hot. You literally burned your ass. I burned my ass. And uh, I stood up and then I was dying. So I, like, called Brandon up. I'm like, what the fuck? And I was, like, trying to pick it off. There was a circle of fucking cheese on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, melted cheese stuck into the leggings. So, oh, no. Yeah, I still ate it. I just yeah, shaped I it, like pushed it back on. Yeah, yeah. Like if it were bare-assed, it's questionable. It's different. Yeah. You could get pink eye from that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't mouth. Know. Pink throat. Pink throat, yeah. You, nobody wants gonorrhea of the throat. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god. It was terrible. So Was, was he laughing or was he like, god damn it, my delicious creation? He came up and the first thing, I was like dying and I was pointing at it and he was like, you have cheese on your ass. <laughs> like very deadpan. And I'm like, yeah, yeah man, that's the fucking joke, I guess. <laughs> Me. I don't know. That's the punchline, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. Get the fuck out. You should probably leave now because it's downhill from here. (laughs) I don't have much more. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then I had a perfectly good pair of leggings that I had to fucking take off and put on a different pair. That sucks. I know. And they were like work appropriate leggings, you know? That is the worst. It's the worst. Oh, once you finally decide on a work outfit and then if it gets dirty, ugh. Right? All right. Are you ready for... Murder. I am. Oh, good. Because I have got a story for you. Oh, good. This week, I'm going to tell you about 
Peter Keller. All right, Peter Keller. And I did not check to see if we already did this case because I think it's kind of a well-known case because I saw this on Crime Stoppers. All right. Actually, I came across it on Crime Stalkers. Stalkers. Oh. On Crime Stoppers TikTok. Crime Stalkers could be a podcast that talks about Crime Stoppers. That's what. It's just like reviews every mm-hmm. Crime Stoppers yeah, like, case. Here's what I think about that one. <laughs> I'm going to stalk it and then I'm going to tell you my opinion. <laughs> Pat pending. It'll be like, I was there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Pat pending. Not that that was a groundbreaking It was invention a groundbreaking that we would need discovery. to patent. <laughs> Trademark. I don't know what you're supposed to do when it's an idea. <laughs> and I should know that because I went to marketing. Yeah, so. I think it's just you have to say aloud, pen pending. <laughs> <laughs> copy. Copy. Right. Mm-hmm. Noted. <laughs> that will never do. That was anyway, notarized. There's probably already a podcast called that. They're called, there's so many true crime podcasts. That's probably true. Yeah. We're one of them. That's true. I uh, got them. Anyway, so I'm going to tell you about Peter Keller. Ke- okay. Peter. 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 So Peter was born February 5th, 1967. Okay. I would like to imagine somebody is like just listening for the first time right now and they're like, why did she say his name like that and not correct herself? Peter? <laughs> Peter. Peter. So Peter Keller was born February 5th, 1967, so he's an Aquarius. Oh, okay. He was born in North Bend, Washington, and had a very unassuming childhood. Okay. But, like, there's nothing remarkable about Average. it. It seemed pretty, yeah, normal. He was described as an introvert and was very reserved as a child slash teen. Okay. As he grew up, he stayed in North Bend, and he eventually met and fell in love with a woman by the name of Lynette. So Lynette, when she first met Peter, they were just friends, mm-hmm. and she was not interested in a romantic relationship at all. But he kept being very persistent that he wanted to date her, and then Lynette's sister also liked Peter for her and was like, if you don't date him, you're going to regret it. Like, you should try it, whatever. Aww. And so she was like, all right, I'll give him a try. And then so they started dating, and she was like, everything's great and wonderful. And then, like, three months in, Peter started, like, pressuring her to marry her or was like, Three I- months? My friend. Yeah. Yeah. Slow down. And I don't know about pressuring, but, like, he was very excited and wanted to marry her. And she was like, whoa, 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 stop talking about marriage. I'm not interested in marriage at all. Like, not just with you, but, like, in general. I do not want to get married. I have no interest in getting married. And in three months, he proposed. And she was like, yes. So, and what? literally, that's how she explained it. So, I don't know what happened what? in between. He had amazing beer-flavored nipples in three num- uh, months. Apparently. And she was like, I'm in. So, they get married. Okay. They eventually have a daughter, and they name her Kayleen. And they lived a pretty normal American life where Peter worked and provided the money for the family. I think Lynette worked at one point in time, but she suffered from a back injury. And so she was out of work and no longer could work and was staying at home. And she would scrapbook in her spare time. Okay. So at this point in the story, we're at 2012. Mm Mm-hmm. Kayleen, the daughter, is a senior in high school, and she's about to graduate, and she's going to high school full-time, So, and Lynette's, like, a stay-at-home mom, but, like, doesn't have kids and shit, so she would um, scrapbook in her spare time and sell it, and she had, like, a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. She would sell, like, paper flowers and stuff for, like, scrapbooking, like, handmade scrapbook things that you could put on your scrapbooks. Okay. I don't know. I don't scrapbooks. I don't really know how all that works. Yeah. I didn't know that that was like a legitimate hobby. Scrapbooking? Yeah. Other than from like trolls where Poppy scrapbooked. But I thought it was a joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. <laughs> Seriously? No. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a big hobby. Like there's a whole section in Michael's for scrapbooking. Like where they have little so hole punch stickers. things. <laughs> it is on the sticker side. <laughs> but there's just... also like all the little like – Things of all the different paper and stuff, and like that's all just little, for different kinds of paper and like whole pun- that's for scrapbooking and but like, like scrapbooking is like not star. a real thing. Yeah, it what is. do you scrapbook? Like it's like um, people do pictures and memories and stuff. So you would scrapbook for like your children. You'd make a scrapbook. Do you have to buy a certain one. book? No, you just pick a book. You could mm-hmm. do any book. They any do have book. scrapbooking books. The so the scrapbooking books are just like basically thick ass papers, and then you could do whatever you want on it. And some of them are laminated, and some of them are not. Hmm. It's like a photo album, but you make Put it... Put other kooky shit in it, too. Yeah, and you do handwritten little messages and add little things and stamps and paper flowers and shit. I'm sure, like, my mom would have been really into that. 
But I don't think I've ever like seen made a, real a scrapbook. scrapbook or made one. No, my son made one in kindergarten. <laughs> he came home with it. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm on the wrong side of town. <laughs> you might be. Actually, I think I've made a couple scrapbooks in my day, but for what? like school projects and stuff. Okay. I've done, I used to do collages and stuff. So I would have been a scrapbooker. I like, never got into collages. You leave, oh my God, I can make you a bitch in collage. I know all the tricks. Mm. You know what I used to do? Every time we would get our agenda or our whatever the thing is, scheduler. Planner. What are they called? Yeah. Planner. There we go. Uh, for high school, you know how you always had to keep it in your binder or whatever? Mm-hmm. I would always collage the front of it. And then when it was reading time, people would ask to borrow my planner and then they would, like, stare at the collage for the reading time. <laughs> what? Because I'm so good at collages. It's like a where's Waldo. I almost <laughs> ran out of air. <laughs> Guys, I have bronchitis. <laughs> she does. So that should have been my goddamn, but the piss trumped bronchitis. Yeah. I should have told that whole story. I know, right. That's a whole other one. But Before anyway, that was a legit, like, that was all my air. <laughs> all right, so. It's a legit thing. So Sure, fine. Uh, Okay. I don't know how lucrative of a business it is. Yeah. Who's and buying someone YouTube else's channel. memories? Yeah. She had a YouTube channel, but she must have had a following because people were watching and she actually found it very therapeutic because she said that she was like very introvert and all that stuff. And yeah. so, um, and very self-conscious, but like having the YouTube channel, she's like, if you don't like me, don't watch me. Yeah. You know. Makes sense. That's what she would do in her spare time because Kayleen was at school all the time. Oftentimes in these YouTube videos, she would mention about how Peter was so amazing and took such good care of her. And like when she suffered from her back injury, she was like, a lot of other men would have left me, but he stayed by my side. And he's so sweet and understanding. He doesn't like to see me in pain. So he bought me this like nice recliner and I love this chair and about how, you know, even though times are tough, he gives her money so that she can follow through on her business and her scrapbooking and stuff. And in video, she mentions like, oh, he gave me $20 because like I have to go to the doctors tomorrow and he wants me to stop by Michael's and go pick out something. And I think I'm going to pick out like ink and stuff for my stamps. And mm, that's fine. Yeah. Like at, she literally gushes over him all the time. Yeah. In the videos. And so whenever he would do those nice kind of things so that she could, like, scrapbook and stuff, she would get so excited. Yeah. Like, yay, I get new stuff for my craft room. Yeah, of course. So he treated her really sweetly, at least according to her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? All right, fair enough. What she was willing to share with the world. Friends say that as the years went on from, like, knowing Peter as a teen and stuff, Peter began to stop attending, like, social activities, and he became obsessed with doomsday prepping. Oh, Okay. I'm interested. I'm listening. Yeah, Tell me let's more. go. What do you got? Love a good doomsday prep. <laughs> he Everyone to... should have some, like, Backup fresh water plan. and, <laughs> you know, canned food. We need some ideas here. Yeah. yeah. So he started to take on this lifelong dream of a project that he had since he was a teen where he wanted to build an underground bunker of some sorts and, like, sure. basically live off the land. So it's, like, everything we talk about where we're, like, I just want to have a compound and I want to exit society uh-huh. and I just want to live here. He wanted that, but his dream was to live in a hillside. Okay. Like, a fucking compound that he dug into the hillside. He's, like, we're going to need a bunker. I, I need to create a bunker. He's always wanted to create one. And he started to live that out in his life. I think it was, like, 2004 he started working on a bunker. Love that for him. He was a big believer on the end of the world or the apocalypse of some sort. So it made sense that he wanted to prep to save his family. Yeah. Like, in the event of the end of the world, here I am. Now, he's living in Washington, so the land is beautiful. Yeah. He has plenty of places to build a bunker. And there are streams. Like, you can live off that land as long as you know how to survive the winter. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Yeah. So what he did was he would go to this local hiking trail that was called Rattlesnake Ridge. Mm -hmm. And he found a spot that was off the common trail path that wasn't, like, traversed frequently. Mm -hmm. And he started to dig and make an underground bunker. And this bunker was like an hour hike or something. So we would park in the parking lot, hike an hour, and then work on it, and then hike an hour back. And he would be there for like nine hours. Can you just do that to land you don't own? I don't think legally, but nobody knew. Like like no one is around. You know, it's like if you were to do it. You're just like, I'm going to be hiking. here now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like at a hiking place around here, but like in one of the areas that is off the trail, but that's like deep forest. Yeah. So nobody ever caught him doing this. And mm-hmm. he would take his dog with him all the time, too, for like companionship. He had a trail going to his. Like there must have been a, a side trail or something that already existed, but it was very small. And he would cover it with leaves and branches and stuff so that people wouldn't notice mm-hmm. it. Okay. But it's like how he knew how to get there. Yeah. 
he would have to bring in equipment in order to dig his his bunker, right? So he would take an hour hike with equipment. And what then, kind of equipment? Like shovels. He had oh, okay. pulleys. He had ropes. He had chains. He had five-gallon buckets. He had a generator. He had a trash can. There was like this metal trash can that he flipped upside down that he used as a wood-burning stove. Hmm. He had shit so that his bunker had chimneys so that he could burn that inside the bunker and the chimney would go out. He had a window in the bunker, like what? a little tiny window. He had to carry this all in. Like heavy shit. He had tons of food. He had alcohol. Like you could live in this bunker. Yeah. I mean, this took eight years for him to build up. Yeah. But over time, he would go on these. He would hike an hour with a fucking metal trash can. Yeah. With five gallon buckets. Like, with a generator. Oh my gosh. Nobody noticed. Is it like a, a hike hike or could you take like a dirt bike or a quad? I think it was all on foot. Hmm. I don't know if he ever did. I don't yeah. know that answer. But it makes it sound like it's all on foot because it's yeah. very impressive, this bunker yeah. that he's working on. All right. Good for him. So whenever he would leave the bunker after working on it, he would cover it up with branches and leaves so that it, and like a tarp. But like tarp and the branches and leaves so nobody could see what was going on. If they ever stumbled upon it, they probably wouldn't find it. Hmm. Like it was pretty well hidden. Okay. He would go up there at least once a week and basically spend all day up there working on it. And his family knew about it. Like, his family knew that he was a doomsday prepper and that he's working on this bunker. He would call it Camp Keller mm-hmm. is, like, what he referred to the bunker as. So it wasn't, like, a secret or anything. And at this point in 2012, this is an eight-year-long project. So you've got to imagine the bunker is pretty impressive for going up there once a week for, eight, like, an entire day working yeah. on it. Of working, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And none of his friends or family have ever been there. They just know he's working on it, and it's his passion. It's what? like his hobby. How has no one else been there? I don't know. I'm not going to lie. An hour hike to I see your hobby? Mm. I'd be like, can you send me pictures? <laughs> right, yeah. And what maybe he didn't it? explain it well. Maybe he wasn't like, damn, this bunker's cool as shit. He's like, yeah. ah, it's just a hole in the ground. I got a little spot. <laughs> don't worry about this. You guys be super impressed if the end of the world comes. <laughs> Until then, mind your beeswax. Yeah, until then, it's just my man cave. Mm-hmm. With my vodka. So everything seemed fine from the outside, like, with the family and everything. Mm-hmm. However, it turns out that Peter actually had ulterior motives when it came to his survivalist hobby because one early morning in April of 2012... Okay. Only a month after, or it was like a month or three months or something like that. Between, uh, about three months after Kayleen had graduated from high school, a neighbor of the Kellers had heard what they thought to be an explosion go off. And then they noticed smoke pouring out of the mobile home that they lived in. Uh-oh. So they lived in like a mobile home area, whatever, and one of the neighbors heard something, see smoke. Mm-hmm. And they call, something? they call, yeah, they call the fire department. <laughs> see something, say something. <laughs> Gotta make sure. So the blaze was, like, huge. And the fire department, in order to, like, put it out, had to, like, get on the house of the trailer and everything and get in there. It was, like, a big fire. And they get it out. And as they walk through the home, they're looking for the family. And they make a grim discovery and have to call the police immediately. (sighs) The police arrive and they discover the remains of Lynette and Kayleen. However, I know. They don't find Peter anywhere. Uh-huh. conveniently enough and what's more interesting is you would think that Lynette and Kayleen perished in the fire right or the explosion before but yeah yeah nope 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 that's not what happened because when the police enter the home it was evident that this was no accidental fire but instead had been set intentionally uh-oh so what Peter had done was he put one of those, like, gallon ca- gas gallon jug thingies. Mm-hmm. Gas can. There yeah. we go. Jesus Christ. The, like, plastic red ones. Yeah. He put one of those on a skillet on the stove. Okay. And then he turned the stove on. Suspicious. So that it would ignite uh-huh. eventually. And then he placed a pipe bomb somewhere in the house so that it would, like, when the kitchen caught on fire, it would eventually detonate this pipe bomb. And then it would catch the rest of the house on fire because he had gasoline doused all over the house and gasoline jugs in like every room of the house so okay. his plan was for it to do like a domino effect yeah but what had happened whole was place up. yeah and he also had ammunition all over the fucking house so like this was going to be a disaster yeah he had also piled like speakers and furniture and stuff in front of the front door so that first responders couldn't get into the house like it was hard to get in okay 
But it's clear that Peter had expected this fire to, like, engulf the house and cover all of this evidence. But what had happened was the the fire department put the fire out before it detonated that pipe bomb or the pipe bomb didn't go off for whatever reason. So it didn't, like, catch the rest of the house. And so all of this evidence is, like, perfectly preserved. And they find Lynette and Kayleen in their beds dead to a gunshot wound to the head. Oh, God. Peter shot them in the head. His his daughter. His daughter and his wife. Oh, my God. Okay. So, wow, what the fuck's going on? The police are looking at this, and they don't know if Peter actually did this or not. But, they're, yeah. like, they're, like, he's our number one suspect. Yeah. But there is a possibility that he could be held hostage right now. Like, he could – this could be a hostage sure. situation. So, they put out a bolo for him, and they start looking for him. And they eventually come across this car, and his car was found downtown, which I guess was by his work. And the keys were still in the ignition. Mm-hmm. And so they go into his place of business, his work, and they ask his coworkers, like, hey, have you seen Peter? And they were like, yeah, he came to work today. And then when he left, he said something along the lines of, like, he might be back tomorrow, next week, or possibly never. Or something cryptic like that. Okay. I say that, like, every time I leave. Yeah. Uh, see you never, losers. Yeah. <laughs> Later. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Yeah. Bye forever. Yeah. It's usually my go-to. Bye oh forever. Oh, my God. If you ever die, they're going to be like, the last thing she said to me was the bye forever. I know, right? So the coworkers don't know anything. Police also found that Peter had recently pulled out, a, like, six grand or something like that from the family bank account. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of suspicious. A little. Yeah. And they searched the home, obviously, yeah. <laughs> for any more clues. And since the fire didn't move past the kitchen, that means that we have a computer with a hard drive. Oh, How shit. Convenient. Very convenient. On that hard drive. Should have put the computer on the fucking stove, <laughs> PETA. Yeah. <laughs> on that hard drive, they found a bunch of photos. And one of those photos shows Peter in, like, a really heavily wooded area. Mm-hmm. So the police at this time know that he was a prepper. Like, they're talking to family and friends and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, he was a doomsday prepper. He was a super awesome husband and father because he was really sweet. Like, yeah, he was an introvert, but he was so sweet. Everything everybody had to say about him was that he was super awesome and they would be shocked if he did this. What? And so, But that what? he is a doomsday prepper. So yeah. the police are still kind of like, we don't know if he did this or not, but, like, this is pretty suspicious. So maybe it's a hostage situation, like, you know, looking at yeah. it from all angles. Everyone's kind of throwing him off the trail of PETA. A PETA. 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 Hey, PETA. <laughs> so on that hard drive, they find a photo of Peter in a heavily wooded area. Yeah. And they know he's a prepper and everything and that he has a bunker. And so they're thinking that this picture is a clue as to where his bunker is. Yeah. And, and geocache that bitch. Exactly. 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 So geocaching. They start like digging through all the photos to try to ID his location. And in one of the photos, or that photo, I don't know for sure, they find that it it seems to be an image of a power line or some shit. Like in the skyline, they can see a power line. Okay. I don't see it. I don't know. It was on a TikTok, but like a tiny little square, so it was kind of hard to see. And it kind of looked like a shopping mall. And I was like, which way is this looking? Because he's that close to a shopping mall. He seems pretty easy to fucking find. Yeah. But anyway, so there was a power line, evidently, that gave away his spot. Or they were able to take the power line along with people saying like, oh, we've seen him going up like this trail or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, we've seen his car parked outside of Rattlesnake Ridge mm. and they were like Rattlesnake Ridge where is there a power line and they put the two together and yeah. they're like ooh I think I know where he Triangulate. is. Triangulate. Exactly. Got it. So what they do is they are like hey because this is a kind of a media frenzy right now and they're like hey media don't let anybody know but we're going to go look in that area at Rattlesnake Ridge like you're welcome to fucking come video or whatever but don't put anything live nothing out like, don't let anybody know we're here because if Peter is really a suspect and did this, and yeah. if he's listening, we don't want to tip him off yeah. that we're going to find him. Yeah. And they go along. The media works with them. So wow. what they do is they get a SWAT team dressed up like regular hikers, and they start hiking the trail and going off the path looking for Peter. But they're trying to not, like, give away that they are looking for Peter. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, there's a helicopter in the sky looking around Mm -hmm. which i would think if you're peter in a bunker you could hear a helicopter and you'd be like close the bunker 
and the helicopter picks up a fucking plume of smoke amongst the trees because of his fucking chimney. Now, at this point, we're six days post-murder. Yeah. When they're doing all this. What month was it? April. In Washington? Yeah. Is it cold? I mean, it's probably like sweater weather. (laughs) Maybe he's cooking something. Okay, maybe. But yeah, you wouldn't, like, during the middle of the day. Here's my problem. It, it is six days post-murder, my friend. Yeah. Mon frere. Mon frere. And you are in hideout. Yeah. Maybe let's not use the stove during the day. Yeah, midday. Maybe, yeah, let's wait for, oh yeah, like there's footage of the helicopter flying over, like, you see that smoke right there? And the people on the ground are like, oh, I think I smell smoke. Like, yeah, they're helping each other out. Like, yeah, we're close to it. We see it. Okay, found it. Got the location. What? Why are you burnt? What? What an idiot. You planned for eight fucking years and you didn't think about like, hmm, when should I burn the smoke or not? Right? That'll be a dead They giveaway. all know I'm out here somewhere. Did he think that he was just like super smart to get away? Like, right? I don't understand. Yeah. Because everyone knew he had a bunker. Like, that would be the only place that the police would look. I, yeah, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm glad he did it because we get the guy. But like. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, I'm. Well, oh, you're glad who did what? Oh, oh burn no, the thing. Yeah. Okay. I was like, hold on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm glad he lit the fire. Yeah. So that glad we he could was using him. the stove. Glad he was an but, idiot because. But also, like, what the fuck? Like, what an idiot. God. Yeah. You went through all this shit. That's like when you get all fucking ready for a trip and shit, and then you finally get there and you're like, I fucking forgot my hairbrush. You got right? everybody else ready and you forgot the fucking hairbrush, <laughs> you know? And you're like, yeah. we might as well wrap this shit up and go home. The most basic of shit. I don't know why I can't just throw this up in a ponytail without a comb through, my friend. <laughs> anyway, so they find him and they're like, shh, 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 shh. I smell it. I smell <laughs> okay. And then they're talking to each other and they notice like, hey, he's got like a window or something in the hillside. Like it's obviously Ill. from the outside it just looks like a window in the random hill. But like that's probably the side of his bunker and it looks like the window is propped open. And they're like, why don't we throw a gas bomb in there and gas him out? But they can't throw it in. But they're like, maybe if we throw it because he had a tarp or something on it, too. They're like, maybe if we throw it under the tarp, it'll like billow up into it and it'll smoke them out. So they do that, and then they so throw a second one right in there, like back to back, kind of like right. ah, ha, ha. got him right. And then they wait for like ten minutes, but Peter never comes out, and they're like, "All right, well that didn't work. So like, what are we gonna do now?" And they're like, "Ah, you must have a gas mask in there, like he's a doomsday prepper." Yeah, okay, sure, or, maybe. I guess. On his computer or something, there were, like, messages or something to allude to the fact that he may have several rooms in the bunker. Mm. Which, spoiler alert, he did. Like, it was an impressive-ass bunker. And so they're like, okay, he could have hid in another room. Like, the gas maybe isn't the best idea. Side note, I just saw one of my notes because I went off the cuff. But, like, also, if you're in a bunker hiding and you hear a helicopter and you're burning something, don't you think you'd be like... Like, I hear a helicopter coming. We can hear one right now. Turn the stove off. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I get it would take a second or something, but, like, it was just, like, billowing smoke. Yeah. Like, he's just having a great old time. All right. Okay. So, they can't smoke them out. They decide, like, hey, we're going to throw a grenade at the hatch, and hopefully it'll blow open. Because a grenade? They're, okay. f- they're afraid that, like, he's a doomsday prepper. They know he have a- he has access to ammo and guns. Yeah. And that he knows how to make a pipe bomb. So they're afraid of it being booby-trapped. Yeah. I get it. So they throw a grenade at the hatch. The grenade does nothing. It doesn't, like, it's a good bunker. And so they're like. <laughs> it's a good bunker. <laughs> it's a good bunker. Like, he, eight years. Okay? Okay. Eight years. Why don't you throw a grenade through that open window? You know what's funny, though? All the pictures, it looks like the hatch is just made of, like, tree trunks. So I'm like, how come the grenade? Like, did you miss? (laughs) Where did the grenade hit? Yeah. Like, did you prop it under? Or did you throw it from afar? (laughs) I have questions. Did it bounce back? Yeah, right? Like, did it explode a little farther away? Was it, like, like, you know, not a real grenade? I don't know. I don't know the details. a bean bag. (laughs) Or, like, one of those smoke bombs that you get, like, when you're allowed to have fireworks in a oh, state. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, like, you would put in the sand a volcano and be like, it's a smoke bomb. No, no me, just me. No, I mean, I, I had them. And they were colorful. <laughs> Not and often. And you like, don't breathe in it. <laughs> and that's all it did. <laughs> no. It was the only one I was allowed to light as a child. Because uh. it didn't go boom. 
they blow a grenade at it. Nothing happens. So they're like, God damn it. We're going to have to go in and get him. Okay. <laughs> How are they going to get in if a grenade won't do it? I don't know, but they get in. Okay, probably that propped open window. Yeah, they're just like, I'll just walk in. I don't know how, but eventually they get in. And when they get in, they find Peter laying on the ground Uh in a puddle of blood (gasps) with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. I think he had put the barrel of the gun in his mouth and blew his brains out. Oh, my God. So he committed suicide. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. That was very graphic. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. That's what I'm here for. We're back. I was just having a lighthearted conversation about a stove and a grenade. (laughs) Yeah, no, he did. He pulled that trigger. And I wasn't ready for that. They found the gun that murdered Kayleen and Lynette. In his and, hand? Well, I don't know if it was the same gun. And okay. also, I think Lynette had, like, the bullet shell casing still in her hair. Like, it fell in her hair. Ugh. So, like, he didn't try to clean anything up. He thought it was just going to catch on fire and he'd be fine. So why did it kill himself? So, I think this part is kind of lame, but they can't really tell us when he committed suicide. But he was alive when they saw the smoke. So, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, so right? He, like, okay. he had to be alive because he had the fire. And no one heard any gunshots, but someone says that after they had thrown a grenade at the hatch, mm. they had heard a pop. Mm. And that could have been when he did it before they got in and got him. Mm. So police search the bunker, and they find that it was very elaborate and impressive. It's a good bunker. <laughs> it's a good bunker. <laughs> um they found a hard drive also in the bunker with tons of homemade videos that Peter had made. What kind? And that's a great question. But that's what makes this super interesting is the homemade videos were of him making the bunker the whole time and talking about his plan. What was his plan? This? This was his plan. So. Eight years? Eight years. And this was it. I mean, it wasn't exactly how he had planned. He was like, I can't stay on this bitch's scrapbooking. <laughs> yes, honey, I'd love to buy you some more papers. I swear to God, if I have to buy basically, more papers. What the fuck? Basically, Just be like, nah, yeah, I'm out. I yeah. don't like this. I mean, that was so, like, you were very specific. He doesn't say that. But in these videos, he continuously talks about how he has always dreamed of making a house in the ground and living in the woods and how he can't stand his current life anymore. And the typical rat race. Okay, neither can I. That doesn't mean I want to waste everybody. No, I'm like, I relate to this guy so much, except for this part. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd take him with me, you know? Right? That's what I thought he was going to do in this whole thing. I'm like, that's how cool. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sure that's what she thought, too. Yeah. So he mentions how his wife was draining him of all of his money, and basically he's just over it. I'm like, bro, you give her. According to her in her YouTube video, she's like, my husband is so sweet. He gave me another 20 because he want, he knows I'm going to be by Michael's and he wants me to go have fun. Oh, my God. And he's like, this lady taking all my money. This feels like someone trying to play the victim. Oh, oh, it's clear that this guy suffers from depression. Like, yeah. In the videos, he's like so self-deprecating. Like, I can't even stand watching myself on a video. This is how people see me. I'm so ugly. Like, he's not oh, in a good mental okay. space. Yeah. And her videos are all lighthearted and happy about scrapbooking. Yeah. yeah. And he's over there making YouTube videos that never got published about doomsday prepping and being depressed. Yeah, but he's not very informative. It's like he's just talking about this because he wants people to find this after he's gone. Like, he didn't publish any of this. And yeah. And he doesn't want to, right? Otherwise, he'd get busted. Very different personalities, though. Very different. But in the videos, he keeps talking about the end or something that's going to happen or a certain point where he's going to have to do a thing. He never says what it is and that he doesn't really want to do it, but he knows that he has to in order to live the life that he wants. And in hindsight, he's talking about murdering his family. Oh, my God. But he just keeps being like, you know, the end is soon, you know, in like three weeks. Yeah. What? And like I, he says like he kept talking about how he was questioning if this was the right thing or not. And every time he sat down to think about it, it always came back as this was the only solution. What? To murder your entire family. You could just live in the bunker alone. Yeah. And no one will come looking for you. Your family would probably be like, okay. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But to kill your daughter, too, after she graduates high school, like, how fucked up is that? She's her own person about to embark on her own life and her own journey and all this bullshit. Right. You have literally no other obligations to that child. I know. You don't have to kill them. I know. What an awful, I mean, I mean, you should do things for your kid because, like, you're a good parent. But you don't have to. Like, you can get away with it. Yeah, let her go. 
I don't know. Was he going to pay for college or something? I don't but understand. But even then, there's plenty of parents who don't or can't. Like, you right? know. My parents didn't she have to do anything. Exactly. She's graduated. She's assuming a, 18. That's, yeah. You're an adult now, my friend. Welcome to the rat race that I hate, too. Well, even in one of the videos when she's graduating, he says, like, oh, got to move out. Like, time to move out. And the mom's like, no, she's going to live with us, with us forever. And it was a joke. Of course that's a joke. No mom even wants that. Yeah. You yeah. know? I don't know, man. I mean, obviously severe depression or whatever. I'm not trying to give him an excuse, but like there is something going on. Yeah. Like something because he was like pretty normal and then started to get more introverted, more introverted, more introverted and was like, this is the only way out. And he didn't tell anybody. He just like talked to the camera. Oh, God. He also mentions that if the plan didn't go accordingly, he always had the option of death as an out and he was okay with that. So his plan wasn't to die, but that was his backup. Backup plan, plan B, yeah. He talks about his plan while he's living in the bunker is that he's going to rob banks and pharmacies to, like, get what he needs. And I'm like... I feel like you're not going to be really successful with that. It's a really bad plan. Like... (laughs) Okay, hear me out. Or let's Don't. learn some plant medicine and learn how to grow those. Yeah. And let's not need money if that's the world that we're going to go live yeah, in. Yeah, that's where I that thought we, we were going with I this. thought so, too. Why would you like, need money? Banks. All right. Well, this is a... Like rob- you learn how to set snare traps or some shit. Catch a rabbit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, wh- the two most heavily guarded places next to a fucking prison. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that pharmacy. They don't even let you pay for anything with more than a $20 bill and they lock up the narcotics. Like, what's your plan? Yeah. I'm just going to steal that amoxicillin off the shelf real quick. No, you're not. Right? No, you're not. Like, like everything is locked up. Your weird, feral person, homeless guy vision is a lot different than what reality will be. Yeah, like severely, severely different. Oh. Wow. So. So he's a little delusional. He's right. very delusional. Yeah, he thinks he's going to. He, and he's 40. And he's like, I'm just going to – not to say – listen, I'm 36 and I can't be robbing no banks and shit. Like, I'm not working out. I can't run from the cops. <laughs> First of all, I no. can't even look aggressive. I'm like, ugh, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Yeah, I just want to go to bed. Will you give me 100? Well, I feel like also 40 is, like, the appropriate age to have learned that those are bad ideas. Like, it's not going to end well. Oh, you know? well, he's looking at it like, I've fucked up my whole life. Like, I've done it all wrong, and I'm 40 now. If I'm going to change it, it's now or never. Yeah, but, like, a 20-year-old thinks you can rob a bank and get away with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Not a 40-year-old. It's very – well, okay, so in the Crime Stopper TikTok thingy, it mentions, like, that – like, you know, they do an analysis of how he's, like, fucking acting in the videos. Like, oh, he's fidgeting a lot. He's very uncomfortable with the idea. Obviously, he has severe depression. And they're talking about how, like – he could have stopped developing as a teen. Like, he's literally living mm. out his teen dream. And it's, you know, those are common thought patterns for teens. So mm. maybe something happened. I don't know for sure. But, you know, that's their okay. reasoning. Okay. So maybe he's not mentally 40. Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> not a healthy, not a healthy mentally 40. No. So his personal goal was to survive for 10 years. Homie got six days. <laughs> So close. God, eight years. Eight years of planning, and you made it six fucking days. Was it worth it? No, it's because you fucked up from the beginning where you killed your family. Honestly, you could just go live there. Yeah. Just go disappear. And uh, just be like, I'm not going to pay for this trailer anymore. If you want to figure it out, figure it out. Yeah, don't disability. Use your I don't cards know. And yeah. just disappear. What happened to fucking Bob? I don't Kevin, know. Palmer. His What's Peter. his name? Peter. <laughs> Camp Peter. Camp Peter. Peter. What What happened to Peter? I don't know. He went to work, never came back home. And he, there's his car. Rattlesnake Ridge, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. But then he's just a missing person. It's not so, like, detrimental to find him, you right? know? Right? My God, honestly. But, I mean, clearly he wasn't healthy. Yeah. So it's obvious in the videos that Peter was suffering from severe depression and he was hiding it from everyone in his life. Peter Keller was 41 when he took his own life and Lynette was also 41 and Kayleen was 18 when they were murdered. Just to make a sad story even sadder, Peter had that dog that he would take with him on the trail. No. He killed the dog, too, because he was afraid that the dog would give him away. When fuck? did he kill the dog? I don't know. Probably in the house. I don't really know. Ugh, they didn't really it. 
they didn't really define when that happened. But a dog would know. give him away though, because if they brought that dog to Rattlesnake Ridge, guaranteed that dog knew how to get to that trail. I'm or sure. How to yeah. Go to the trail. Yeah. Like it would like lead you right there. Yeah. Why don't you just keep the dog with you? That's what I assumed would have happened. And like get a fucking leash. Yeah. And then whenever it box bark, box. Whenever that dog box, you'd be like, <laughs> shut it. You'll shut your it. trap. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, so the bunker was destroyed, and Peter's cash hoard that he had there, the six grand, was mm-hmm. used to start a scholarship fund in honor of Lynette and Kayleen. Aww. There's, like, pictures online of all, all the crime scene photos of, like, pulling the shit out of the bunker and stuff, and there's, mm-hmm. like, a tarp with just, like, tons of guns and shit. So oh. I'm sure they sold that off, too, to, like, put towards the scholarship or something, right? Yeah, I would Like, hope. it's not just six grand to start a scholarship. Well, that's gone, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway, so that's my fucking story. Isn't that crazy? Hell yeah, it's crazy. You can watch all the videos. I linked all the TikToks in the show notes because that is where I got a lot of my my story from. Is like there's like nine of them or yeah. something. And so um, I had got it from the Crime Stoppers and then a couple other websites or whatever. But go through the TikToks for sure. It basically sums up everything I said, but you get pictures and shit. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, and the actual videos of him. But to be fair, I feel like it's really long. Like, his videos are like, mm. I, I'm kind of a dick, though. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, get to the point! <laughs> like, I'm over <laughs> it. Oh, my God. This well, is so boring. I have the attention span of, like, a butterfly. Of, so like, I a gnat. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, a fucking 40-year-old man trying to pull up a log with a pulley and a rope. And he's, like, pissed because it's not working. I'm, like, why am I watching my dad yes! on a project? <laughs> like, kill me. What on is a project that I don't have to be doing right now. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna fuck. Go. He's not yeah. even saying anything. Uh, but he just recorded so much of it. That's so weird. I know. It's so weird. And the fact that he had been planning this whole time to kill yeah. his family. That's got to be, like, a... And he thought about it multiple times. And he was, like, oh, it's the only way. It's not, though. No. It's, like, the worst way. It's, like, the dumbest way. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want to check out pictures pertaining to my case, go to our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, X. uh, Don't yell at me, Elon. (laughs) Uh, X threads? Mm -hmm. So we're on social media. Our handle is at ISGD podcast. At ISGD. People tell me sometimes. They're like, you say it so fast, I don't know what it is. I-S-G-D. Like I said, goddamn, each letter of the first part of the podcast. I feel like people get it, but just in case you don't, there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then if you want to email us, you could do that at isgdpodcast at gmail.com, or you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, <laughs> Spring Valley, California, 91979. Stop it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>